cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Winning Central. It's 2017. And are you here with myself, Carly de Villiers, and, and Tombi de uh, Have you uh, Tombi de Yeah, and Tombi de Villiers. Yeah, I should we, be on my way. Jacques must take a second wife. <laughs> <laughs> we so joined at the hip. You know? <laughs> Buy one, get one free. <laughs> okay, so today we are talking the forget-me-nots of weddings because I think we've got a lot of couples uh, currently in the process of planning and uh, they, 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 they don't know, they don't want to forget the small things yeah, so yeah and there's and, and there's a lot of things that people uh don't realize and and they forget them and it impacts either the day or either your marriage whether it makes it legal or not or your honeymoon there's so many small things that in the throes of things yes. that you forget to do or you forget to pack or whatever the case is and you find yourself in trouble yeah. around the wedding or around the honeymoon and it's the smaller things that actually cause the bigger stress sure 100 percent. so so and tell me what would you say was is one of the most important at this point when you're starting to to look at certain So I always say, you know, the whole wedding is about you getting married. Yes. So for me, the most important thing is to make sure that your union is actually legal. Yes. And there's, and, and there's things you need to consider around oh actually God. getting married that's going to make, you know, the, the, the country recognize that, yes, that, that's a legal union. And I mean, how many times have you been oh through God. it with your couples that it is the last stress that couples go through? And it just, it blows my mind right. that they forget about it until a week before the wedding. Oh 100%. my gosh, we have decided how we're getting married yeah, and yeah. are we getting married in community of property or right. and with an anti-nuptial contract? 100%. And that's what Carly's speaking about. You have to have this conversation earlier on in advance. And I think times have definitely changed um, from, you know, back in the day when people used to do what people are, are commonly calling a prenup. It's actually an anti-nuptial agreement. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not about, you know, you've got money, I don't have money, so yeah. you can't have any of yeah. my money. It's, it's not about that at all. It really is in this day and age protecting yourselves yeah. almost from each other and making sure that mm. should you build a family together, whatever the case is, that is still protected, mm. um, you know, come what may, yes. if, you know, should you guys divorce or, Yo, or We got right happens. into the serious stuff beforehand. Ish, you know, you know, like we're going we to get it done in the beginning and then we'll get lighter <laughs> we as the show goes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, as you're starting to plan your weddings, talk to your partner about how are you planning to get married right. and rather talk about it now than a week before the wedding and forgetting about it and then having 100%. to run around finding a lawyer. 100%. And that's the thing. It is, it is a long process. It's not about just writing something down on a napkin or a piece no. of paper and saying that's it. You literally do have to get an attorney. You need to draw up contracts. Mm. Um, they need to register them at the deeds office. All of that stuff needs to be done. And also. And it's prior to the wedding. It has it to cannot be done after. <laughs> we cannot help you on the day of the wedding. Very, very difficult and to I mean, get a lawyer out on a Saturday. As planners, we can generally pull a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah. But with that, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, sorry, we can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so you definitely need to have that conversation and get your contracts and stuff drawn up before the actual wedding. Mm-hmm. And I always suggest get it done months before mm. so that it's not something that's looming no. closer to the time because there are a lot of issues that do come up. Mm. You know, people start to get into the negotiations and they start to talk and, you know, families are now getting involved and mm. all of that stuff. Um, so get it done before yeah. so, so that it's out the way and you can actually enjoy your whole wedding planning process. And once you've done that, make sure you've actually, you know, you obviously now need to start to book a, a marriage office or right. Your priest or whoever's going right. to an officiant doing a ceremony, give him the all your documents that he needs. Right. Because 
the amount of times you have couples that on the day of the wedding, they're like, oh my God, can you make a copy of this one's ID and that one's ID? And you're like, really? And also on your wedding day, because you're so concerned about packing shoes and other things, you forget, you forget your ID. Your ID. <laughs> How are you going to get married without an ID? Yeah. Right? So give give your marriage officer or the officiant an actual... Or even your wedding planner. Give yes. it to her a like, couple of days before. Let her carry all of your stuff so that when she sees the marriage officer, she can just hand the stuff over. And including the witnesses. 100, number one, make and sure that... And, and photos, ID photos. Yes, yes, yes. So get that out the way because that's all like the nitty gritty and the blah yeah, stuff, 100%. you know? Also, make sure that your marriage officer is actually registered oh as gosh. a marriage officer. I mean, chatting to Ryan sometimes, he does a lot of our, um, uh, like, um, officiants for mm. the, for the actual wedding. Do you know, he says how many times people actually ask him, are you registered with Home Affairs? <laughs> and I mean, it blows my mind. It should be one of the first questions. But you know what? It's a fair question because, you know, for, for African people, a lot of us use the priests, right? Yes. And sometimes the priests aren't registered. Yep. So yes, they might be a bishop or they might be somewhere high up in the church mm. or whatever the case is, but and, you know, they can, they can, um, officiate over the ceremony, mm. but they can't actually do the paperwork with yes. home affairs and registering your union and that yeah. kind of thing. They, they, they're not registered for that. So sometimes you need to ask if your priest or whoever's, you know, overseeing your, your ceremony, ask them if they actually have, you know, the papers and stuff yeah. and that they're registered with home affairs and also how far are they going to go for you? At home affairs Will they go to home affairs For you Yeah Or do you have to go And register the union yourself Yes And I mean there's a There's an actual um, number That you can message I'm going to see if mm. I can Find it on my phone But you can message the number And then after you are You've had your wedding You can actually Send the message through With your ID number right. And it'll spit out I'm married or, or not. not. Yeah, you know? 100%. And, it and check. Take, yeah. But don't just think, just don't <laughs> assume that you are actually not married yeah. because, you know, sometimes there's that, the ID fraud. Um, check before you get married that yes. you're not married <laughs> according to <laughs> home affairs. Um, so that's, it's, it's the little things it's that you actually thing. don't remember. 100%. So tell me, like, okay, talking, we've, we've really gone into the serious right, stuff right, right in right. the forefront. Um, anything else in the beginning when you're planning, what are the little things that people tend to to tend to overlook or over over like forget. Um, you know, now I'm just thinking, you know, just carrying on from the marriage officer who directly affects the ceremony. Mm. Kneeling cushions. I cannot tell you <laughs> how many times if it's a priest, he is going to ask you to kneel down so he can bless you. There you guys are with nothing to kneel on. Now people are trying to take the cushions off the Tiffany chairs. Or, you know, <laughs> it just becomes a chaotic thing. Get kneeling cushions, guys. Your, your, your wedding planner probably has them. If she doesn't, speak about it. Ask, guys. Kneeling cushions, do you have? Don't you have? Does the venue have? If not, you can either grab your uh, scatter cushions off the couch or whatever the case is, or you can go to the plaza. I think they 30 rand for a set. They yeah. don't cost Anything. Yeah. Get kneeling cushions. They're nice. They've got white lace. It looks like it's, it's there for yeah. that purpose and, and have it there for that, yeah. that for that person. Purpose. And like for the ceremony as well, uh, that often is forgotten is if you have a unity candle, mm. they, they, there's no lighter. There's never a lighter. And then be, the, the, the priest has to ask, does anyone smoke here? And yes. then the, that, that lone smoker doesn't actually want, want to admit. To. Exactly. Exactly. Because the parents are there as well. Yeah. I've, also, I've also attended weddings and I'm, I, I'm like, I bet you they don't. Never lie to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, sometimes what we do Instead of using this big lighter we'll, mm. we, we normally put like a little candle That is already lit, lit So that then the mums can, can do it Also make sure that your mums And the family members Who are actually doing the unity candle yes. ceremony Actually know that they're doing it Because <laughs> then they, don't, they light the middle one Before this yes. And then it's 100%. all messed up And make sure that anybody Who's actually involved in your ceremony 
in your ceremony knows that they're aware. I mean, we've done weddings where people are asking the aunt to start a song, but you know, she wasn't told, so now she doesn't know what song to sing. She hasn't warmed up her voice. I mean, it's just a mess, you know? (laughs) So if somebody's involved, if they're doing a reading, if they're doing a blessing, if they're doing anything for your wedding, tell them. Yes. Okay. Um, also, ceremony-wise, the first thing people, the brides, right? They don't practice walking in their dresses. Oh. Yes, and and that's another thing you need to practice walking in your shoes. You need to wear in your shoes. Hundred percent. Um, the minute they get to that carpet. When they, when they open the doors and they start walking and the dress starts tucking under their shoes. 100%. Because of the carpet gra- grabbing yes. the, the tool or the yeah. dress or whatever it is. Um, they really start to struggle in the beginning. 100%. So, you normally, when you're drying on a dress, you are in a, you're in a studio that may have tiles yeah. or, you know, or a stool, a little pedestal. Yeah. But get on a carpet and walk. walk. Yeah. 100%. So you understand. Walk around you- and walk in your shoes. Mm. And also try to walk around with your dad as well because oh. dads don't. <laughs> they step on dresses all like all the, the time. time. <laughs> you can literally see a fight unfold. <laughs> and, on then the and then, and then, yeah, down the aisle and he's like, fuck you, dad. Did he know? <laughs> Um, and you know, it's just, it, it can really, it can upset a bride 100%, walking down the aisle. So 100%. I think that's a, that's a good uh, thing. Yeah. And another at. thing is also go to the fitting with one of your bridesmaids <gasps> or your maid of honor because what, the tying up, uh, tying uh, up of dresses. <laughs> Look, you know what? I want to be there for all my brides. Yes, I do. Absolutely. But sometimes something else is yes. happening elsewhere and I need to be there. Yeah. I can probably tie up any dress, but sometimes I'm not available for yeah. that particular thing at that particular time. Mm. It's very helpful if your mom or your maid yeah. of honor or somebody's there knows how to actually tie up a dress. Mm. And especially if it's one of those lace up dresses, zipping up and buttoning is not such mm. a big thing, but those lace up dresses, there's an actual technique to mm. it you also have to tie it up twice yes so, in the middle of the in the after the ceremony when you when you're done 100 because it does get looser so you need to have somebody that's going to tighten it again it's going yeah. to take another 10 minutes for you to tighten it but that first lace up yes mm. it's, it's time and you need to do it a certain way and they say you should do it um you should do it at least at least an hour before you do to get ready right because i mean in the olden days when everyone was used to wearing corsets Mm. um you know your body gets used to it so then you know when it's used to it it feels it starts to feel like it's a little bit looser then you do it again Again. so they say you know you should do it and then 20 minutes later tighten it again again. Mm. once you are in that dress you are in yes don't touch your boobs (laughs) because how many times do they do we see the 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 hands under the boobs and they're lifting or they're pulling by the armpits (laughs) there trying to lift it to make sure the tartars are covered i mean you know if your dress is there let it be and if it doesn't fit properly tell the people where you're getting your dress from and say no guys i feel like i'm still gonna tug a bit they must make it sit perfectly for you and do you tie from the top or from the bottom you tie from the bottom I mean, you from the top. You tighten from the top. You tighten from the top, and it's it's almost like shoelaces, almost. Yeah. And you have to pull and literally tighten on each side, and then at the bottom, when you tie the bow, you actually have to tuck the bow inside. It doesn't stick on the outside. Hundred percent. I've attended um, a wedding recently, shame, where the bride had this huge bow sitting on the outside, and it's it's kind of untidy. Again, it looks like shoelaces on the outside of your dress. I literally had to run up, and as I saw her leaving the room and like tuck, and it's odd because now I'm by your bum trying to tuck this thing in. (laughs) Another thing with the it comes to the dress, I would suggest have a dedicated person there to dress you. 100%. Yes, your planner will yeah. help you and whatever else. But when it also comes to the fittings, you sometimes when you've got a train, you need you want to put it up afterwards right. for photos, for going into the Bustling. reception, for mm. dressing, uh, for the for the first dance and that kind of thing. 
and then they've got numbers that need to join to this yes, part and yes. that part. It legit, oh, it's, 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 it's a quite, disaster. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a disaster. And also, um, in, and the thing is because everything is white on white, it's so difficult to find the hook uh-huh. that's supposed to go with this button and this. You need to have somebody who's gone with you to see exactly how it bustles and let them practice. Literally, mm. even when you put it on and you're taking your portrait or whatever, just let them practice yeah. quickly how to find it because I promise you, you're going to say, oh, I quickly need to bustle my dress. It's not going to happen mm. very quickly if somebody doesn't know where the stuff mm. is. But... What I've started to do just in case, if, for example, somebody might not know how to bustle or whatever mm. the case is, get three of those massive safety pins. <laughs> you need lots of safety yeah, pins because, <laughs> you know, those three big, the mega ones, yeah. like the super strength safety yeah. pins and pin that inside your dress okay. so that if push comes to shove and you cannot find the bustle, whatever the case yeah. is, then at That's least somebody good, can just quickly, yeah, then somebody can just quickly take those safety pins and you can do it from the inside and then your dress, your train comes all the way up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then in terms of shoes as well, we said walking in, you know, you walk your shoes in. Yeah. Um, shoe stoppers. Yeah. Heel oh, stoppers. Heel stoppers. Yes. You know, and also the support, you know, that inner that you get to oh, support the ball of your, yeah, the ball of your feet. And you know, I always, I always tell my clients, um, guys, I don't care how often you wear heels or whatever, bring a pair of flats. Yeah. I don't care if you are a Victoria's Secret model and you live in heels day in and day out. Get a pair of flats because yeah. for some reason on the day of the wedding, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to be standing and posing and smiling. Also, your emotions are a lot. It's a lot. And you, you want to be comfortable eventually. 100%. Yeah. And also, I've, I've had, uh, because of the emotions and sometimes because of the heat, you know, South Africa is super hot. Um, I've had bride's feet swell. Mm. And the heels are literally cutting in yeah. to them. And just bring a pair of flats. So those those flats, what we we tend to do is we'll take them beforehand right, as planners, and right. we'll we'll keep them with us, or we put them straight under you under, under your, your main, main table. table, so that when you get there, you can literally just change your go feature. for it. I mean, I've had to sneak under a main table and be stuck there until two speeches were over because I was changing. <laughs> her shoes were so complicated, and nobody wanted to be like. And so there I was undoing her shoes. <laughs> she just yeah, gets a straight say, face. Yeah, you know, you know, wedding planners. I'm. T- they say your job is glamorous. Where? Please. Where? Again. Tell me. Where? <laughs> um, and also how to carry your bouquet. Right. When what? With your dress. And, yes. You know. It also depends on what kind of bouquet. You do the bouquets yes. a lot. You guys build them. What yeah. do you think is the best way to carry each type of bouquet? <laughs> well, it depends on the style. Because, right. you know, you've got the long cascading ones. Right. A lot of people, a lot of uh, florists will tell you that the long cascading ones um, that are, should actually be arm sprays, you should right. carry, carry them like, like a baby. baby. Yeah. But um, then somebody would, some people will tell you the other way. And that actually, it looks awkward. Yes. It is not actually the correct way. Yeah. If it is a hand-tied cascading bouquet, it should not be held like a normal bouquet. Yeah, it shouldn't be held like over your belly button yes. sort of straight out. No, that is the absolutely the incorrect way of hand, uh, handling a bouquet And it's also going to put a lot like of weight on your wrist. Yes. Mm. Um, it should be carried like a baby, baby. if it's a hand-tied Cascading bouquet. Cascading be- means um, the flowers would go from top and kind of flow and it's to the bottom. Yeah. yeah, flow to the bottom. So it's not all in like a ball at yeah. the top. They kind so of I mean, flow to you the do get the the cascading teardrop bouquets like right. our moms used to all carry. You oh, know, right. um, where it's in a bridal cone and it's very structured and right. it looks like a, a nice teardrop. You you get that, but it's not very much on trend now. No, but yeah. a cascading, beautiful, flowing and people do them with like very much on trend. Yes. yeah, those are, those are very much and definitely carry it like a baby. Yeah. Then if you're going to have a, like a posy or a tight bunch, um, don't 
like, like shrink up your shoulders like you're nervous. Mm. Actually, like stick your boobs out. And the minute your Chest boobs, out, the boobs stomach. come out, your, <laughs> <laughs> the minute your boobs come out, you tend to open your shoulders. Mm. So, you know, you need to, I always say it, it should be held your, your, <laughs> your, the actual top of the bouquet should be at your belly button. Right. And the stems should touch your fanny. There we go. <laughs> There we go. You Hold cannot it up, Fanny Hyde. You, you cannot get more clearer than that in terms of description. Fanny Hyde and, and, and your flower. The flower should touch your, your belly button. 100%. So, you know, just, and also just look in the mirror before you walk down the aisle. And see what looks natural. You, you spend all this money on a wedding dress. Don't go and hide all the detail mm. that you've, you've got on your bodice. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And also you want to be able to show, stand 100%. up straight. Yeah. I always say you almost want to make your shoulder blades touch. You know, you literally have to get regal, get your neck length in mm. there and you can look absolutely beautiful. And then talking about the, the, the things that people on the day actually forget as well, um, especially at the ceremony time, they forget to write a list of who is receiving buttonholes and corsages. Yes, yes. Your florist may have, some some florists will stay for ceremony mm. um, and then and they have to move flowers across to, to reception. reception yeah. But uh, generally a lot of people actually set up reception, set up ceremony and leave bouquets and buttonholes and then you would have to do that yourself. Right. If you've got a planner let your planner know who are the people who receiving exactly. these these items and do they actually um a, a planner should know how to right. put them on properly but if you're a DIY bride and somebody's going to be doing them make sure that they know how to pin them 100%. on properly that's the first to show you how to do one at least or, exactly. or show somebody yeah, exactly. you know the sister or someone maid of honor come to the party yeah. you know because the worst is when you are seeing the pin and you're it's on skew yes, or this thing is dropping now it's almost falling off or it's right up in his face yes. Or, you know, it's just your, your moms are wearing a flowing material yeah. and it's um, now bunched up. It's around. now bunched up and it's showing her boob. Yeah. You 100%. know, th- that also, you might have to change it on to a wrist corsage. 100%. Um, so just have a list of who's receiving because a lot of the times on the day, people forget who are the important people. Sure. So if you have that list done prior, then it's, you don't forget anybody. And 100%, then, 100%. Um, talking about buttonholes, mm. I always say, um, another thing, people always, uh, give them to the, the page boy and I always mm. think it's cute, but I find that they pick at them. No, no, no. And yeah, buttonholes too, if you don't know, it's the flower on the, on, lapel, on the lapel or on of the, the jacket yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. At, when, absolutely. When it yeah. comes to children, they, the less half, naff and stuff that you are putting on, the yeah. better. The better. Also, another thing, please, if you're going to have kids, especially kids that are under the age of four or five, you know, kids that have trouble almost uh, retaining attention. Um, <laughs> Which are most kids nowadays. Exactly, exactly. I'm trying to be PC. <laughs> Please make sure, guys, practice with your kids walking down the aisle. Let them walk at a braai, Christmas lunch, wherever there's a crowd. Make sure that they're able to mm. practice walking because for some reason, the kid is very spunky when it's just the two of you. Oh, I'm very excited. Flower girl, this mm. flower girl, that. Come the day of the wedding, there's so many people looking mm. At them and they freeze up and mm. they cry and now it's this whole thing now we have to pick up the yeah. child or whatever the and have a play date beforehand if there's yes. if there's more than like one page boy or flower girl mm. maybe they don't know each other yeah. and you know what kids don't like each other in terms in the, of in girl boy thing mm. you know so have a play date so that they get to know each other don't just say hold hands and walk exactly. down the aisle together they're like really exactly <laughs> exactly make sure that they're familiar with each other and make sure that they're comfortable with walking down the aisle in front of in front of crowds mm. also another thing don't make the kids walk Walk first because the kids need to be received by somebody in the front. I promise you, if there's nobody in the front, those kids are going to turn right back mm. and come to the back of the, the yeah. church again. Yeah. So just make sure there is obviously somebody greeting them or somebody that they can see that they know so that they go to.
issue. Um, and I would suggest that it's either like Ntombi said, you, you can keep the kids till last. Mm. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't have the kids last after the bride. No, definitely. Traditionally, not. it is like that. Um, they would follow the oh, bride. Really? Yes, absolutely. Oh. Cause they would follow, they would hold the I train. The flower girl comes in the front of the petals, open fertility. And bridesmaids, um, bridesmaids are behind, uh, generally walk behind the bride because Jeez. it's the, um, you know, they, they are the bridesmaids oh, and they were there in case to help. somebody right. tried to steal them or whatever else. Okay. But yes, but now it's not happening like that. But I would suggest have the kids go down either first or absolutely last before the bride comes in. Right. But make sure they are down the aisle in and in the front before finished. you walk down because they have that cute factor. They have yeah. the naughty factor. Something might happen. Yeah. And also they have the, they have the crowd pleaser factor. You yes. know, everybody like the, with the adults, um, um, the first two, like the, the, the first groomsmen and the first bridesmaid people, oh, that's nice. But then when there's four, they're just like, right, we are done with this yeah. part. When the kids, and so let them have their moment. Yeah. Close and the doors and, and then, then have get your, ready. Exactly. Yeah. Then you have your um, something also, um, just make sure you do a practice run with your dad walking down the aisle. 100%. Which side do you stand on? How fast are you going to go? Yes. You know, that type of thing. And, 100%. and sometimes that is a battle between, uh, always have somebody with tissues. Um, I, I generally say to the bride, it doesn't matter. You put can put a, in. put a, mm. put a piece of tissue in your, in your, in your bodice. Yeah, um, because if you're going to cry, you're going to need a tissue and rather that have it. Have it Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that people forget to, to pack, and I think people depend on the venue a lot for this. Some venues don't have it. Steam iron. Beforehand. Yes. yes. Getting ready. Well, steam getting, your dresses. Yes. Absolutely. You need to steam your dresses. The minute you get there, and I always say to my, to my clients, the minute they get there, we unpack the dresses, we get Hang the steam up. iron going, mm. and we literally steam. The steam iron is going to get your dress a little bit damp, mm. but that's why you do it when you arrive so that everything's dry, mm. everything's wrinkle free. Your veil. Oh my God. That creases like you can't, chill yeah. creases like you cannot believe. So, Crazy. so, you know, you need to get all of that mm. stuff steamed. Dried. I mean, it takes, you know, minutes for it to dry, but, um, get it all done so that, um, by the time you need to get into your dress, everything's ready and you're not worried about a big crease in the front yeah. of your dress or whatever the case is. If you don't, if, if you forget it or if the venue doesn't have it, um, generally your bridal suites will have a shower or mm. something like that. Hang it up in the, in the bathroom and put that shower on. on. Hot, I hot, mean, hot, we're hot, really hot. not, uh, we're not being very water conscious because yeah. they were saying on this, uh, this morning, <laughs> I was like, oh God, yeah, we're still in it. Um, but put the shower on hot, 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 and, and let the steam, steam try and help it. Um, but that's generally your your best your, your best, best way. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that you should be packing with you for um getting ready. Um, I always say um extra bra straps. I cannot tell you how many times, especially for bridesmaids, a lot of these dresses are strapless or they've got the chicken cutlets mm. or what. Um, these transparent bra straps get transparent, get black, and get nude. Have you ever had a bride have a strapless dress and wear a not? Bride, bridesmaid. Oh God, yes, I was bridesmaid. And on that note, Usually when it comes to brides, don't put a bra on yes, that morning, 100%. please, because you're going to have the your strap. Yeah, your yeah. boobs are heavy, you know. Like, well, depends. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are. <laughs> But, you know, you don't want to put a bra on. They actually, I remember the dress place, um, once that I was at. Right. They said for two days you should go without a bra 100%. because you don't realize how much the, it, yeah, it makes You it. know, that bra strap digs into you. Even the back of your bra, this strap that kind of supports you mm. underneath your breast, all of those make lines. You know, at the end of the day when you take your bra off, mm. all of those marks are still there. So literally from the night before, mm. have your shower and don't put a bra on until literally you put your dress on. Most dresses, depending on the size of your boobs, don't need a bra. 
bra. They've built in a corset, a this, a that, to make sure that you are supported throughout your day. So make sure that you're not wearing any bra straps that are going to, mm. but please pack extra bra straps, especially for the bridesmaids, just in case. Yeah. Another thing, um, stockings. If people are wearing stockings, please. Pack extra because for some reason somebody's going to forget forget this or yeah. it's the wrong color this or something or yeah. other. Get, uh, bring bring extra pairs and some nail polish. Yes. To, if you've got a run, you can quickly just clear you know, nail stop polish. Hundred yeah. percent nail polish remover. For some reason, uh, bridesmaids feel like the day of the wedding is the day to do their toenails. There's oh. no time. There's no time. There's no time because people forget that it has to dry. And also walking around with bright red nail polish on your toes that's wet, it gets on stuff. Yeah. So please. Just don't come with, <laughs> you know, preferably just don't come with your nails already done. But if you need to, please make sure you have nail polish. A lot of the times people have nail polish, but they mm. don't have nail polish remover yeah. or cotton wool. So yeah. bring that along with and you. And it's often a, a lot of um, ladies or bridesmaids wear the gowns. It mm. is, it's fabulous to have the gowns because you've now having your hair done. You, when you take the gown off, you're not taking your gown off over your, your head or your makeup. And, and I think that it's a, it's a great idea for you to look at as a gift for your bridesmaids. Mm. The gowns are great because then you know, mm. they're not wearing t-shirts and things like that. They're now having to mess and their also hair and their makeup. Cute pictures. Uh, lovely pictures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cute pictures. Um, another thing for, um, the guys, I always do a packing list for my groomsmen mm. because guys, um, <gasps> I don't want to say they don't take it seriously. They kind of do, but they kind of don't as well. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a big party day for them. Yeah. Um, so I always do <laughs> a list for them just in, in case. case. The most forgotten things by grooms and groomsmen, socks and belts. It's amazing, eh? I don't know where you were going. Uh, also shoes. <laughs> shoes stay behind. Do you know what I mean? So please make sure socks, um, pack extra pairs if you need to. Uh, belts. I can't help you with a belt. Yeah. You literally need, and, and sometimes it's a color thing because it wants to match mm. the shoes or whatever. Mm. So we can't just start grabbing belts off guests. Or no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and, and just on that, uh, like, it doesn't matter what, I mean, your planner should have it, but a sewing kit as yes. well. The amount of times yes. I've had to sew up, because sometimes the guys are taking high suits yes and maybe it something's happened mm. and i've been so i've had to sew crutches 100%. you know like because there's a bit of a hole and, yes you know yes. have a sewing kit have to have a sewing kit and have some you know i can't sew. i always have a sewing kit but i can't sew. i've called my mother to a wedding and said right uh, <laughs> we need to get in here because <laughs> you realize that people can't like i can't i can't sew um another thing for the guys um if possible try pack two shirts um, yeah, you know, South African heat is insane and we cannot avoid the fact there's no such thing as a super light suit where you're not going to sweat. Guys yeah. are going, guys sweat. Yeah. Um, you're going to have your suit on, whatever the case is, have your first shirt on and just before the reception, take a second, change your shirt yeah. and then, um, and then you can be fresh for the rest of the evening. Another, um, yeah. Uh, one other thing, like, well, there's not, there's plenty. Right. Um, also, before you even get to the wedding, uh, to the actual venue or wherever you're getting ready, make sure everything for honeymoon is ready. Right. So that on the day of, um, you know, the day after, you're not running around trying to pack and, you know, make sure you've pack got beforehand. your ID, your copies of your passports. You've got your passports. You've got your visas. You've taken your shots. 100%. Um, I've had, and please, whatever you do, make sure your passports are in a safe, safe area. Place. I've had a couple that on the day of their wedding, somebody broke into their car and they stole their passports. They were leaving the next day for, um, I think they were leaving to the, the wedding was on a Saturday and they were leaving on the Monday okay. and now they had to try and get passports. Oh. It was an nightmare. And on nightmare. Sunday, where? No, where, you, you know? I, I, I think they actually ended up having to postpone it a week yeah. just so they could get their, their passports. Yeah. So 
I mean, you've got it's all fabulous, but you also want to think about what's happening after the wedding. Sure. Who's returning? Who's returning all your hired the, items yeah. and your suits and 100%, things like that? So, 100%. because even that uh, that hoop skirt under your uh, dress, yeah. that's for hire most of the times yeah. because you can't sit with a huge dress like that in your cupboard. Yeah. Um. So who's returning your stuff? Another mm. thing that people don't consider, um, your gifts. How are yes. those getting home oh, the following day? Because I know. you, you, you might have come with your maid of honor because people, oh, don't, try, don't worry, my friend. I'm going to come fetch you and we're going to get there. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you don't have a car to take all these gifts yeah. home. Who's, and, and everyone's car's full, right? Your mm-hmm. mom's car's full of stuff. Everyone's car's full. So Especially I mean, if it's two locations, ceremony at a church yes. and then you move on to people Uber. Yes. They don't have cars they anymore. They don't have cars so at the wedding anymore. It, it's becoming a, it's becoming very much now a role. Of a, of a planner right. to take your gifts home. home. And it just, I mean, it really freaks me out sometimes to have to drive home at 12 o'clock at night 100%. or 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, depending. With all these With gifts. all the gifts. And then, you know, we actually keep a register of how many envelopes, how many boxes or how many presents, right. gift bags. And, and then we get somebody to sign. 100%. Um, when, they le- when I leave and then when they when you collect. Drop off, 100%. You know, so we, yeah. And also, you know, I always say, you know, a lot of times people are getting you uh, breakable stuff. I don't mm. like to carry stuff around in case something happened. Is it mm. my intention to break? No, but you know, life happens and mm. I don't want to be the one that's going to break the China set from who, you know, your mm. favorite aunt or whatever the mm. case is. So, um, please make sure that there is somebody to, to take your gift. And home. you know, I, I know this sound, may sound ridiculous, but do you know how many people, how many gu- guests will say to you, Oh, did you receive my gift? And they actually didn't yes, give one. Hundred percent. And they'll say somebody must have stolen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100%. it's it's quite scary. It's frightening. Yeah. And then you have a client call you, No, my aunt says she gave me a gift mm. and it's like, oh girl. And that's why we do that. Mm, uh, that, that that's register. Why we do the register because it it's it's scary how many people actually Take advantage. (laughs) But let's talk again prior. Um, I I think a lot of women also forget, um, or chat to the, they forget to chat to each other about, are they wanting to fall pregnant immediately? Birth control. Do you, what if you have your period like over the honeymoon time or on the night of your wedding? Right, right. So you've got to like plan for that. 100%. Make sure that you're taking, uh, whatever it is you're taking. (laughs) If you want to be taking it. Um, no, so make sure you, you've got your, your pill sorted out or if maybe you want to go straight bang into it. Right. Right. Straight bang into it. I see what you did there. Okay. Okay. So, um, Um, so so think about that. And, um, um, another thing that people always forget a lint roller. We have them in our kits, but you need them, especially for the suits oh, yes, for the or hair and the for the hair or fluff. anything else. Just, just fluff. It just neatens up, especially, um, if your clients are going to be wearing black suits. Yes. The lint picks up like you cannot believe, even off the suit cover. Yeah. And it comes out the suit and it'll have a little bit of, of fluff or whatever the case is. Or like, so, or somebody's put baby powder on. I mean, I don't ever use huh? baby powder, but somebody's, my, I, and then there's baby powder all over the suit. Oh my gosh. I've had that before a oh, number of times actually. Oh, I don't know. But okay. anyway, so yes, just make sure if you don't have a lint roller then you know um duct tape not duct tape um masking, masking tape, tape yes, or yes, yes. you know yeah. the the packing tape is also a good option. Sure, 100% just to get that fluff off. Um another thing that um I always tell my bride and my groom have sweets literally before you go into the ceremony. Mm. For some reason you 
usually people have been drinking while they get ready. You know, even if it's just two glasses of champagne or whatever the case is, um, your mouth doesn't smell so lacquer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I always say, obviously, you're going to give um, your your partner the first kiss as a married couple. Mm. You want to taste yummy and also smell yummy. Um, but you don't want to be you don't want to be chewing gum down the aisle. Hundred percent. Oh, I've oh, I've literally gone up to a bride and I take just, it. Yes, you know, and, 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 and they're like, no, 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 no. I said. Just give it to yeah, me. Yeah, and, and look again, glamorous job, they say. <laughs> Where, I say. <laughs> Taking gum out of people's, and they look at you with big eyes, put it in my mouth. Put Just, it, not put not it in, in my mouth, mouth. <laughs> put it in my hand, sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Toby, we do a lot for our brides, but not that. Eh? <laughs> um, and, and then again, another one prior. We haven't even got to like really on the day yet. Yeah. Um, your stationery. A lot of clients will pick their stationery up or get it delivered. But who's who's actually sorting it out right. into if you're having tables. name cards? Who's putting it into tables? tables. Who's putting it into order of right. what's going on to the table and that right. kind of thing? Um, have you got all your stationery? Yeah. Um, have you got menus? You know, that kind of thing. Please also double check before you go to print. The menu that you are offering is, is the menu, menu that is getting printed. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Also, uh, make sure that your, um, seating chart and speak to, even if you don't have a wedding planner, speak to the, speak to the stationer. A good stationer should be able to guide you in terms of how many seating charts you will need and what size is appropriate. Mm. You cannot have one seating chart for 400 guests. No. You're you only to going to, you at have least to have two or three. 100% because you're going to just end up with a bottleneck and a queue like it's a voting line mm. or something or other <laughs> people <laughs> queuing up to see where they're sitting, whatever the case. So please make sure you have the right sizes of the stationery and you have a sufficient amount. And even with the name cards, like Carly's saying, pack them into tables, but make sure that we know who's sitting where. I don't know who Busi is. I don't yeah. know who Sipo is. Yeah. I don't know if they must sit together or opposite each other or what. Yeah. So make sure that um, whoever you have placing those cards know exactly where people should be sitting. Okay. And then going to the ceremony, another one that's popping up into my head and, and Tommy, I'm sure you deal with it quite a bit as well. Mm. Um, for a wedding, Western African wedding. Right. So for a couple, a black couple getting having their Western wedding, petals. Mm. <laughs> like they, they spend, couples will spend money on the petals for throwing right. and they have three, four hundred guests. Yeah. <laughs> and the, nobody touches them. Um, I make sure that they do. I, I, but that's the thing. If you, yeah. if they don't have a planner, um, or they just have a venue coordinator, right. you've got to make sure as a couple that you've made sure either your bridesmaids or somebody who maybe didn't make the retinue, mm. but is still important to you is actually handing out those petals. 100%. Otherwise, you're going to waste your money. 100%. You're not going to get the photos that you want. I mean, it's a beautiful shot of you guys coming out of the church or the chapel or mm. whatever and being blessed with all these uh, these petals or bubbles or whatever yeah. you've chosen to do. So make sure, and I always say, um, tell the priest also, um, you need to speak to the priest about who's going to do those announcements. Because it's always, mm. you know, um, priests are sometimes And Tommy my- is cringing. <laughs> Dying a little bit inside <laughs> Because priests love to put us on the spot uh, I'd like to hand over to Madam Wedding Planner No, my friend, that's not it I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to address the masses Do you know what I mean? So make sure that you speak to the priest And make sure that they understand what needs to happen If he's not comfortable making the announcement Speak to the MC yeah. The MC should definitely be able to stand up And mm. guide people onto what's happening next This is another thing that I think is very important That people don't do at weddings 
Inform your guests on what is happening. Yeah. Either have some kind of a board to say, right, ceremony program. here, move here for cocktails, from here, reception to start at six or mm. whatever the case is. Because otherwise your guests just get impatient. They don't know if they're waiting for mm. half an hour, an hour and a half, Sometimes, two hours or what. And, and I know like a lot of the times we as planners are given that role to kind of herd people. Mm. But that's exactly how I feel mm. that all I'm doing is herding people from, from place, from place, to, place. to place. You've got to make it an experience. So mm. is there a way that you're not mm. making people feel like a whole bunch of cows, cows being herded from this place to this place? <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, I, I'm very short. So people can barely see me. Usually people just hear, hi, oh, excuse me. Please can you? you know, I, I don't like to do it. So make sure that there's either signage or your MC is constantly just telling people where the bathrooms during the cocktail area, because mm. I know people like to keep the reception area as a surprise and people just know that that's, there must be bathrooms mm. there. So if there are alternative bathrooms during the cocktail area, mm. make sure that your client, your, your guests know where to find them, yeah. Um, and what's going to happen next? Even in terms of drinks, let them know um, where can they order drinks. Like what is happening next? Yeah. Because otherwise, you're just going it's to. It's all people about. People are going to get impatient. Weddings, marriage, life is all about communication. All Don't it. let it stop well in your wedding well planning done. process. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> um, have said again, it, better. The, it comes down again to communication. But yes, you may have a final meeting with your DJ, right? But maybe just reiterate: this is the song on the day that I am. Walking down the aisle to This is the song that I want you to play while we're signing the Unity Candle. I mean, during the Unity Candle. Mm. You know, just so it's not like, mm, uh, uh, yeah. you know. I mean, I've gone a step further recently and I've just started, you know, in the past year. So I've just started, especially there's, there's about seven key songs that you kind of need mm. on your wedding day for certain moments or whatever the case is. I just want to download them and I have them on my phone because Fabulous. Um, if something happens, especially if I'm not using a DJ service that I'm aware of or yeah. one of my guys or whatever the case is, um, and you're having your brother do it whatever the case is for some reason they take it very lightly yes and on that day they don't have data they want wi-fi they want this they don't have the song they, and that, most of the venues just, don't have it it's, they don't they're in remote it. areas or whatever else like exactly. that and the signal's bad 100%. you know so so you find that they can't get these songs um and instead of struggling or whatever at least i've got the song put the phone on flight mode and you can mm. plug in and play mm. so um make sure that like holly's saying it's very important that you have that con- conversation with your dj and make sure that those are also what version of a song do you uh. want because sometimes you want the live version from this concert and what, what, uh, this one from YouTube or whatever. State which version exactly yeah. um, you're going to do. And then going into the, the pre-reception, reception time, before you even set the date or well, when you set the date of your wedding and the time of your wedding, know when your son is setting. Uh, it is a, it's a constant battle we have. Download. There's plenty of apps that you can get on your phone. For, and plenty. She means you plenty. have no idea. And they're free. Yes. Um, no, but it's not going to affect your budget. Um, <laughs> that you can actually download what is the, the sunrise and sunset times. Please do that. You need at least two hours hey, before sunset. Yes, for your um, photos. For your photos. Yes. And then, you know, at least an hour before that for your ceremony. Yeah, and that and that hour, you know, we're not saying 100% ceremony. You're mm. going to do your petals. It can be a little meet and greet or something. Yeah. Um, and you might even need a little bit more if you choose to do your cake cutting around that time. So always look at your sunset and then work backwards. Mm. To get, you know, there's a lot of times where I've, you know, a client books me two months before their wedding and now, you know, they now need mm. help to get it all together. And now they've sent out invitations. Oh. And the timing is it's completely wrong, and mm. you know it just. I would suggest if you 
if you're not, sorry, and Toby for interrupting. Mm. Um, I would suggest if you are not with a wedding planner and she's helping you, uh, your you need to speak to your photographer before sending yes, your time. Yes, yes. You know, at the before end of the day, you send out an invite. Yeah. speak to your photographer. So that is your that's your next um, line Best of line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Photographers are semi. Planners, yeah, right? they are fantastic things. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've been looking at some of the social media pages, you know, some people post, can anyone recommend a cheap photographer? It makes me want to cringe. Cheap is expensive, my child. Yeah. Cheap is expensive, my child. Um, there is no such, a, and I'm not saying that the most expensive is the best. Mm-mm. I'm saying you need to pay good money for a good service or product. Mm. And if you're going to go the cheap route, well, you can't complain on what you get on the end. Yeah. Am I saying everyone who's cheap is, is not good work? No. But I'm saying be careful. Be very, very careful. Uh, it, it really, uh, there's a soft. lot because mm. you see now a lot of people are planning weddings. 100%. And they're really trying to, you know, but, um, oh, it makes me really. Yeah. And, and you've got one day. I mean, gives me goosebumps. 100%. I mean, how many weddings, Kylie, have you done? I'm doing a lot of weddings where clients got married five, seven, ten years ago oh. and they hated it. And they are literally getting married purely because they said they hate, they don't even have nice photos. Nice photos. So now they, they're going to do a re- redo. Mm. So instead of, um, and I'm not saying anniversaries aren't celebrated, it's great, but now don't have a situation where you're forced to have another wedding because mm. the suppliers you chose for this one weren't really great. Yeah. Um, weddings are expensive. You cannot get away from yeah. it, no matter how, even DIY. I mean, it will, it might be a little bit cheaper, mm. but it's still going to be expensive. You know what, to be end. honest with you, I think a lot of DIY client, uh, brides actually end up spending more mm. because they don't have the experience mm. as you Trial know wedding planning for us is a full-time job mm. it becomes a full-time job right. for a for a person who is planning their own wedding and they don't have the time yes and also it can affect your job and um you know that's you know and your sanity i think, I think a lot of bosses <laughs> actually cringe at the fact that when you say i'm engaged they're like okay cool you're gonna go on honeymoon but they're cringing the year before your wedding. All you're thinking about and is talking about and working about is, is your wedding. wedding. So just be careful on that. Um, things that an, another thing for reception that people tend to forget is the, uh, your guest dietary requirements. Oh yes. Oh, and oh, you know yes. people oh, yes. tend to get the most difficult mm. on the day of a wedding. Yeah. If they are halal or if they are kosher, they're not strictly kosher. Maybe when they come to your house. Yeah. But on the day of a wedding, they, they are super be, strictly. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. So and and. Um, they will make sure that everyone is aware yeah. that it was not provided for, whatever the case is. Please do not assume, ask your guests, um, uh, especially when you're doing your RSVP service. If somebody respi- replies and says, oh, and don't be, definitely I'll be coming or whatever the case is, ask them, number one, who are you bringing? Number two, are there any dietary requirements? requirements mm. any allergies um and any particular things that you need me to look out for like for example like Holly was mm. saying um halal or kosher yeah. or anything else and on your seating plan i mean shame we have really jumped around this 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 um yeah this podcast but in, on your seating plan please and your name cards Make sure the spelling is correct. Mm. People get super, super upset. And I must, and I must be honest, from, from, from experience, um, I will have clients come in and say, oh, you know, my friends are all chilled. Yes, you may think they're chilled, but, but we end up as the planners getting the brunt of, yeah. of, oh, they didn't spell my name right. Yeah. Oh. And then even we the feel titles. like it's our problem. Yeah, yes. even the titles. If it's a doctor or an advocate or whatever, please, Jesus, tell us, mm. um, so that we can put the stuff on there and make sure that they have it because, um, Again, it's important to them. Maybe yeah. not so much to you because it's brav and me, but yeah. um, make sure that it's there. Um, another thing with seating charts, it is not the end of the world. 
um, people <laughs> and Tommy has a lot of weddings she has to deal with crazy seating lack plans um, you know you see the, the problem with the seating chart is that it's always changing even mm. on the day of the wedding somebody's going to text you and say I'm no longer coming this person's coming mm. instead or whatever the case is it is not the end of the world yeah. I promise you there are probably enough chairs I've never mm-hmm. even with African weddings especially if it's a white wedding I've never had an overflow that we haven't been able to deal with yeah. um, you know not unfortunately but that's such your venues that you work at, eh? 100%. So but um, it's, it's, it's never... 10% of your guests probably won't come for some odd reason at the last minute. An you know, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, kids mm. get sick or mm. there's an accident or something or other. Yeah. People don't come. Other people come instead. They fill in those spots or whatever the case is, and it levels out. But people stress so much about their seating. Oh, my God, this and person's they, and not they cry and, oh, and they, and they want to charge the guest for not coming yeah, last yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which, uh, you know, uh, sometimes it's actually, you know, it's yeah, a lot of money. Paid, you paid a lot. It's like yeah. 600 rand for food and then, you know, mm. you're paying a million rand for this table yeah. and what it's a, I mean it's a lot but um, try to remember and I know it's hard to say when you're in the moment yeah. it really isn't the end mm. of the world we will find a chair for the person <laughs> the person will sit down and enjoy the wedding <laughs> and then uh, another thing for the reception is that a cake knife you have oh, maybe yes. gone for this magnificent cake oh. and you don't have a cake knife and shame or you don't know which is the dummy and, and which, which is, is the real cake. <laughs> well, you haven't spoken about if people want to take the top tier or what, and yes. now we're cutting it, and now the mm. mom's, you know, yeah. uh, causing a scene or whatever. Have a conversation about your cake. Yeah. And and the thing is, the venues usually do do have a cake cutter and a and a knife, but sometimes it's not the prettiest. Yes. Um. So you know, you guys are going to have that photo opportunity. It's going to last a lifetime. Make sure you have something pretty, pretty, and you speak about what's actually mm. happening with this cake. Um. One other thing, breakdown of the wedding. Oh, yes. Um, one thing that people don't talk about is what time t- must the wedding end? Yeah. What is the absolute cutoff? Um, and you have to almost stick to it because um, I always say when you're drunk, it's hard for me to convince you of anything. When you are in your moment, it's the best day of your life. Woo, oh, don't be, oh, thank you so much. Um, you know, are we carrying on till one or do you want to cut it? Or mm. how do you want to, you know, decide then and there and say, right, and don't be. Half past 12 is mm. cut off. Come what may, that is the cut off. Music off, bar close and everything. So that the, the, the venue can walk, work accordingly to that. Then we can yeah. call last rounds. The DJ can change the music up because, mm. you know, the, the music does tell people that, right, yeah. it's almost And over. also when it comes to people having a bit of alcohol in them, um, your, your whole idea of what time you wanted to finish that actually change. changes. Mm. But then you incur extra costs. Right. You know, you don't want to be lumped with an extra couple of thousand rand bill after the wedding just because you wanted a little bit more of a hangover, right? Um, so you know, maybe <laughs> put somebody in somebody in charge of that, right. and then once the wedding is complete, if you do not have a, a, a like maybe a planner or something, and you're doing it everything yourself. Who is taking all the stuff off your tables? Mm-hmm. And who is packing up all the decor hire? With bubble wrap. <laughs> with bubble wrap and checking that everything is there. And counting. And counting. And who's returning? And, you know, as, as a florist and decor supplier, we will sometimes come in at one, two o'clock in the morning and we will only get back to the office at about half past four. That's crazy. Who is actually going to be that? Is your decor supplier actually offering that service? Or are they coming in the next day mm. at 10 o'clock when there's another wedding coming starting on. at 12? 100%. <laughs> so, you know, you've got to just start to think about those things. So, 100%. Uh, oh, oh, there's still so much there's, to talk about. There's, there's eh? a lot. But, you know, I always say to, um, you know, people who are opting to do the weddings themselves, 
consult with a wedding planner. I would definitely, my advice would definitely at least get somebody who's going to handle stuff on the day because yeah. then you have a professional who's at least able to advise you throughout mm. the process. No, do this. No, try this. And, you know, uh, don't forget something like this because at the end of the day, this is not what you do every day of your life. You are going to forget some things and some things aren't going to be a big deal, but some things are going to be detrimental. Yeah. So make sure that you have somebody in your pocket that you can, um, that you can it's consult. It's your PA for yeah. the day. It's your PA for the day and somebody that you know is professional is going to take care of everything so that you can truly enjoy the best day of your life. Lovely. So we hope you've enjoyed this one and uh, we hope you have a great start to 2017 yeah. and may your wedding planning be an awesome experience. And uh, this weekend, if, you, if you're if keen to pop through to the Memoir Wedding Festival, right. um, it's at Memoir in Muldersdrift right. on Saturday and Sunday from 10 one to... One of the hottest venues. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you <laughs> can come and meet us yes. and it would be lovely to, to, he to hear all your stories. Thanks awesome. for joining us. Thanks so much. Cliffcentral.com